Welcome to Bewitching Hour. I'm Julianne Turkel. And I'm Leslie Wren. And witches don't have to be seasonal. Record. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Here we are. Here we go. <laughs> Let's record. Okay. We're Bewitching Hour. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, we're here to talk about all things witchy. We're, we're talking about truly what we love, which is today of all days. Halloween. Yeah. Um, and since this year we can't have Halloween parties, sad. We're going to have a virtual Halloween party with all of you. And we're going to bring it 1920s style. Yes. The better 20s. Well, were they better? I don't I know. I mean, <laughs> they seem to have more fun than we're having. Honestly, I do think like if you could fix all the little problems yeah. I mean the giant problems within it yeah. I would go back because it was more formal yeah. which I like like the racism sexism and no antibiotics right <laughs> besides you the, fix that and air conditioning yep like I like that there was a dress code to the parties yeah it was pretty if, great give me a dress code I don't want to deal with people who come not dressed up anymore Okay, so we're going to cover basically the history Mm -hmm. of Halloween first. Yeah, because without the context of the history of Halloween, we don't really even understand why this uh, bogey book was created. Right, and Leslie brought the bogey books to my attention. (laughs) Truly have never heard of them. A lot of them, there's, like, different ones for different holidays, right? There's, like, oh, Thanksgiving yeah. and, like... And, and Denison makes, like, a, a Christmas stuff, too. Right. And it's it's from... It's Denison. And I asked her, I said, do you think that Denison is why Max Denison and Hocus Pocus is Max Denison? And I think 100% yes. Yeah, think about that. Totally. Think about that. <laughs> think about that. Take it Put back. that in your pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so how it became Halloween. All right. Where do we want to start? Do we want to start all the way with Samhain and then kind of talk about... Okay, so there was a Celtic pagan holiday called Samhain, which people still celebrate, and it is spelled nothing like it sounds, like all of those weird Celtic words. It's like even using the same alphabet, but anyway, they... It was very similar to, like, a harvest festival that we kind Mm. of know now. And it was to celebrate the, basically, the difference between light and dark, like the light season and then turning into the dark season. And then Halloween began. 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 It sounds very pagan. Halloween began. How do you spell that? (laughs) Samhain. It's S-A-M-H-A. I love that. <laughs> yeah, so that's just to keep the noobs out. The name out. of my first child. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's pronounced Salon. Thank you. <laughs> but um, because of this, like, time and space is supposed to be a little flexible, so it's supposed to be a time whenever things and people from other realities and other sort of planes of existence can enter our world Mm -hmm. so the veil whenever they say the veil is thinnest the veil is supposedly the thing that keeps everyone in check basically it's like the wall between the veil of halloween yes like when they say halloween is when the veil is thinnest you know Hmm. have you heard anyone say that i haven't yeah i said (laughs) i haven't well (laughs) you just don't hang out with enough people like i do (laughs) you know 
hang out with fortune tellers from like the 1600s <laughs> or whatever, 800. Everyone, the veil is thinnest. On Halloween. On Halloween. Yes. I'm going to start saying that when I'm stressed. The veil is thinnest. <laughs> the veil is thin right now. I'm having a really, really hard time. <laughs> It's the new Mercury retrograde. Yeah. <laughs> the veil is real thin right now. Uh, so Christianity, like, co-opted it like they often do. They had All Saints Day, which was in um, May, and it was the same time as Lemuria, I believe, which was mm -hmm. the um, pagan Celtic holiday, and this was one... It's kind of a spooky holiday. You, like... Talks, not talk to your dead, but I guess you're like, hey, dead, what's mm. up? We're thinking about you, mm. etc. And in order to kind of like co opt it so that they could convert pagans, you know, they're like, this is kind of like your holiday, right. so let's just scooch it over I into think Christianity. Done that a million times. Yeah, with everything, right? It's like, so, become us. Yeah, so yeah. they did that and they quote-unquote, reimagined it, and Halloween was October 31st, and then they moved, like, All Saints Day, which was, like, their co-option of Lumeria, to November 1st. Right. And so Halloween became, like, All Hallows' Eve, and a saint and a hallow is an interchangeable word, which I had to look up because I didn't really realize that. Yeah, Leslie taught me that as well. Mm -hmm. and it's really... <laughs> Google stacked. foo, my She's Google foo. on that <laughs> history. Yeah. And and so it was like Halloween or All Hallows was actually All Hallows Evening. Then mm. it became All Hallows Even, which I thought was interesting. So because in this bogey book, which you'll see in the show notes, mm. you can see that there is, there is an apostrophe <laughs> between the E's in Halloween. That's because it used to be... Hallows even, and then I guess we eventually just dropped that as well. Hmm. So that's how we got the name, but we haven't mm -hmm. talked about how we got from there to the bogey book and having Halloween parties and stuff like that. Yeah, so. and the bogey book is wild. Which <laughs> so we talked about, like we watched all this stuff about. What, where it really picked up for me was when in America, trick-or-treating, and they they brought the bogey book, basically, to make sure kids didn't get into trouble. Yeah, like they didn't, like, throw rocks through your window. Right. It wasn't even, like, sweet trouble. No. You know, it, like, TPing was, like, nothing compared to Yeah, them. bring it to America, problem yeah. start. Yeah, exactly. The white nine-year-old males <laughs> yeah. went out and threw rocks at people. Were the Irish... Well, I guess they were... Yeah. Irish and Scottish. The Scots. Yes. And I will say just because I'm from like descent of both right, of those people right. that I'm like no wonder. Guy Fox Day is on November fifth and after Guy Fox execution on November fifth, which is obviously close to Halloween, kids i'm i don't know why they always say like children because you always know it's little boys like you, you're not right there's letting no your little women. girl out there it's like no you got to go take care of your six other sisters mm. you know or whatever <laughs> you're not gonna go throw rocks and she's set stuff on fire <laughs> yeah she's at the loom <laughs> like you gotta pick them up from work yeah <laughs> she's at the loom and she's gonna be considered a witch in about 10 minutes yeah so. <laughs> but while they were doing that it sort of became synonymous all this mayhem the like Guy Fox inspired became synonymous with Halloween and I think 
as people do, used it to like their advantage to cause trouble and wreak havoc. And then that little habit sort of traveled over with the Scots and the Irish. And it was just getting really, really out of control. Like they're doing some really horrible stuff. It wasn't even like funny stuff. It was like opening the gates of like farmer's land so all their sheep could escape, <laughs> right. which is like, you have just decimated that entire right. family's like money for like the next, I don't know, decade. Oh, I yeah. mean, they're screwed, honestly, unless they get their sheep back. And so it's getting really, really out of control. So people were trying to like keep their, their little hoodlums inside. <laughs> and so to do this, Denison was, their first bogey book was in like 1915, but it seems like from the History Channel documentary that we watched, that it wasn't until about 1930 that it really took off. And this bogey book in particular is from 1920. Mm -hmm. So it's Right, it's interesting. Maybe they started using it. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I think that is interesting, the gap of like, mm -hmm. okay, all this trouble was happening. We mm -hmm. have this book. Yeah. What made them start incorporating that to make the change. I guess stuff just goes viral a lot slower back right. then. <laughs> you know, someone travels from one town and they yeah. decided they had the book with them. He and they're predicted like, trouble. Mm, yeah. I knew. I knew. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Bogey, I didn't know, is Boogeyman. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because they're, in the History Channel doc, they say that, like, a Bogey is a, like, annoying. A pest. Yeah, a pest, which I love. I'm like, oh, he's just a pest. It's like, uh, he's hitting my pencils <laughs> again or whatever. He's going to kill you, but he's a pest. I know. It's like, they really, I don't know how, like, what it took to take things seriously back then because they're like, oh, it's pranks. You just, oh, you yeah, just, like, just... set my barn on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing rocks at my sheep and yeah. opening the gates. Yeah. Anyway, so there was a lot of trouble with that, but, um, so... It was problematic, damaged, young boys, typical. <laughs> typical. And they were also fingerprinted, which is like... Oh, yeah, he's, he's like eight-year-old getting fingerprinted yeah, in like, this documentary. Yeah, like, that's intense. <laughs> but also, maybe we should start doing that more. Yeah. Now. With white. <laughs> <laughs> with white. With white little white boys little that are boys. problematic. The ones who, like, kill bugs and stuff. But then how... Okay, so then 1933, Black Halloween. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because that's when, that's really when they were like, which they brought down the whip. Yeah. On this thing like, of like, we got to start, we got to start having parties. <laughs> we got to keep these kids inside. <laughs> and I like that a party was like the yeah. solution. It's like, look, a distraction. Right. <laughs> like, you can still be bad inside. <laughs> yeah. You spooky. <laughs> exactly. Um, you can, you can hold hands with that gal you've been eyeing and they're like, okay. Sure, okay. I guess. Drop the rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Black Halloween. And would you say 1933 was yeah. basically like the property damage was just so great that a lot of local governments were like, wow, this is <laughs> this is really getting bad. Yeah. Like. I get it. I, it seems like the purge to me, honestly, it does. without like, murder. Like, yeah. <laughs> It honestly seems like the purge, but without murder. Like, you could just do anything but murder But each murder. Other. Um, so when they brought it to America, was it bad still elsewhere? That's what I wonder. Like, I'm curious, were yeah. we the ones who, who brought all of that? Like, made it, like, like a holiday-ish. Right. And not this, like, purge scary thing. 
I don't know. I mean, it is curious because it talks about, like, in that documentary, it was talking about, like, the first um, use of trick-or-treat was mm -hmm. much, much later than, mm -hmm. like, I always thought. I thought it was an old-timey saying, but the first time it turned up in print was in 1935, so that's not even, like, no. 100 years ago. And, right. And so, I don't know. I it almost feel... five years, or not five. When was black halloween so it was like close to after that yeah it was like two years right after so i'm curious because it does seem like since denison was an american company and they really the history channel doc just kind of like went off the rails as far as like europe was concerned or maybe it's just the americans we like to you know we like to have a little festive right party where you can buy a lot of stuff right yeah. and then they made it yeah. very commercial yeah so maybe that's it maybe we just really like to commercialize stuff we love to commercialize yeah stuff. yeah not even like like love <laughs> why are you downplaying this leslie <laughs> we love to that's like our favorite everything. thing in the entire world before we go into this book because mm -hmm. we want everyone to join us in this party that we're planning oh yes virtually um, what's your favorite? Do you have like a Halloween memory that reminds you of the bogey book? Like, is there anything that carried over for you? Oh man. Whenever I grew up in a really small town in central Texas, like 5,000 people. And there was a small, uh, school that was nearby in a smaller community where my dad went to high school and there were eight in his graduating class. Oh. Yeah. So super, but they would have the most like wonderfully charming old school, like Halloween carnival to raise money. Oh. And so they would have like a costume contest and then they had all these games and one of them was like a cakewalk. And have you ever done a cakewalk? Mm -mm. So a cakewalk is you have chairs and they're all in a circle, like touching back to back and you walk around the chairs right and there's say there's 10 people there'll only be nine chairs and so they'll play music and when the music stops you have to grab a chair and so eventually like people get weeded out because they take a chair out every single time until it's like down to like two people mm. and then whoever is the last man or woman standing gets a cake like you get a cake made by some Love like that. cute old grandma <laughs> probably my grandma because she always made cakes for it and Mini cakes. then they had like a little spooky haunted house and i remember vividly like there being like eyeballs and they were like peeled grapes it was just very like Ugh. so sweet and then they would have like guess how many guppies are in this aquarium and if you guess right, you get to take them home. Oh, see, I love that. It's, I it think was so charming. it's classic and it's cute. And that's what always ends about Halloween once you get older. Mm -hmm. And the thing I love about this is like, you can still be like, there's a section of this book called the businesswoman <laughs> party or something. Yeah. And it's like, you can still be a full grown adult and an adult and it doesn't have to be this like sloppy, like mm -hmm. bad costume event. It can be yeah. like, it feels like a childhood memory mm -hmm. made adult style yeah exactly <laughs> all right so come have a party with us now perhaps you think there are no witches haven't even winced at just the thought of spooks and things will come and be convinced at my party on bewitching hour at now o'clock so that would be <laughs> your formal invitation to yes. As described in the 1920 Denison's Bogey Book. So, I mean, you can see this book on, you know, our show notes, but we'll attach the link. It is, the pictures are amazing. Like, it, 
when you read through the descriptions of the decorations, your jaw will drop because then, then you see them and you're like, and everything is prefaced with, this won't take long. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the most intricate <laughs> three hour process to make one decoration. Yeah. Did you see the one where it was like, here, this is a cheap gift. Wrap a single piece of chewing gum. And then it's like, cut, cut the crepe paper with the grain. <laughs> Wrap the single piece of chewing gum, then use Denison Cutout H62 of a pumpkin. <laughs> like, yeah, they're all labeled like, like Ikea furniture. Yeah, like one, one tiny, like, it's like Trident, too. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like big stuff. Okay, so if we were going to plan a party, yeah. let's see. Let's talk about what, what would this we book do? tells us to yeah. do. Yeah. What we, so really, it starts with a lively home party. So, like, the first thing they tell you is, like, keep it at home, keep it chill, but also keep it really not chill. <laughs> <laughs> really not Everything, chill. like, I think this is the one that was supposed to be, like, keep it at home. Yeah. Um, but the, the funniest thing for the keep it at home one is when guests arrive, make sure the door swings open. <laughs> Magically by As itself. if no one's there. So our question is, do you hire someone? Yeah, just like pay off one of your 16 children <laughs> to do it. To just have the door sweeping open. Yet, if I was to go to the party, I'd my breath would be taken away. That's true. Even now, if that happened, I'd oh, be like, oh. Even if I knew, okay, someone's doing this, I would yeah. be like, you. How thoughtful. <laughs> How thoughtful to open the door for me. It also said that your, which we love, is make your host, it cannot be anything but a witch. Yeah, they're like a host who is dressed as a witch. Right. Like, there's like not even room for debate. No. <laughs> there's no room for debate in any of these. The only thing is like, if you don't have time, do this other thing, which yeah. is still hard. Which is still hard and pretty much takes just but there's as long. no debate. It's almost like rule. It's like laws. Like, yes. it must be a witch. Yes. But I don't know why. Like, because what? A witch is like a person to host a party? I don't know. It just seems like a weird... Yeah, this So this part's your favorite, right? It says, like, it tells you how to decorate. And mm. it comes with, like... Use these streamers. Cut them in this very intricate way. Buy this cutout. Do it like this. And so you've done all of that, right? Mm -hmm. And it says, when your guests arrive, the door should swing open unaided. <laughs> and the hall should be entirely dark except for a few very faint green lights that may be followed into the dressing rooms. Mm -hmm. So this is not a joke. This is very serious. There are dressing rooms. Mm -hmm. If your guests are not in costume, the hostess, dressed as a witch, mm -hmm. should give each one a hat, a necktie, or some other accessory to wear. It's so funny because it's like you are not coming in. If you are not dressed yeah. up. And I love that it's like we, we have bought extra clothing <laughs> yes. for you to wear. But Leslie and I talked about that too. Like I have this rule that I hate jeans. Like I'll mm -hmm. wear them sometimes. I'm fine. I'm nice. But like, I'm nice. It kind of makes you seem off-putting, but at a party, seem off because you don't wear jeans. Because I would always tell people that, like, please, like, don't wear jeans. Like, I, if someone wore jeans to something, I don't know. I just feel like it's like try. I know, yeah, especially because men like to wear jeans yeah. and a t-shirt, and then they put a blazer over. Not it. It's like, good. is this Miami Vice? Like, yeah. what are we? <laughs> like, 
It's it not a never style. good. Yeah, it never looks good on anyone. Unless I invite you to carve a pumpkin and we're going to get messy yeah. and leave the jeans at home. 100%. Like, it's a party. Like, I had to put some thought into this and I had to clean my bathroom. So, <laughs> you better, <laughs> you better you not be- wear your jeans. Yeah. Especially at Halloween. Like, who's right? What are you, a cowboy? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, um, so, like, we're, you know, if you're listening to this and now part of our virtual, take your jeans off. <laughs> take your that, jeans Well, you don't have jeans on right now. Yeah. Oh, it's true. I'm just wearing my stretchy pants. Yeah, which... and I'm wearing a houndstooth plaid pant. So it doesn't make her seem any less extra right now, but it's really not bad, to be honest. <laughs> like, don't wear jeans, but wear these plaid houndstooth pants. They have a drawstring, so it's like... Right. That's a, it's like she's still chill. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> we get there. Um, the cutouts, though. Oh, my gosh. The cutouts are so great. They're, I saw some of these, like, at World Market. I don't know if they, like, licensed what? them. Not the cutouts, but, like, the art and stuff mm. with, like, the crepe paper. And I think they must have... Yeah. Head to World Market. I know. Not sponsored, but we Not will sponsored. Be. Yeah, exactly. Uh. So if you look at, there is, um, they, again, they don't give you suggestions. They tell you you just mm-hmm. have to. It's like Martha, how she's like, this is how you do it. <laughs> right. And BT dubs, I love Martha more than life mm-hmm. itself. I need to say that before I like sounds like I'm like deriding Martha because I would never you would never go again no she's like my living saint I love her yeah I once um worked at a restaurant and I gave her a glass of Chardonnay are you serious I'm serious (laughs) I don't you think she would love to join this she would be like go ladies like if she heard don't wear jeans she'd be like I agree I know have you ever seen her in jeans I have whenever she's (gasps) gardening oh oh true see but that's like cute like (laughs) it's on purpose it's a costume it's a costume (laughs) have you ever seen her in jeans (laughs) Um, decor, black cat charms. Oh, this is... I mean... Julianne's very excited about this. I mean... So how do you make a black cat charm? I think you need to, like... I mean... Tell us. Let me look. (laughs) (laughs) But it's... Basically, how you make them is everyone has to wear one around their neck. Mm Mm-hmm. And they also have all these different scorecards you can make for the games that you play during the evening. And it's it's just so funny how they say, of course you will need scorecards. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like there are a number here from which to choose. And it's just like, of course, of course you need scorecards at a Halloween oh, party. Oh, I, I found it. Okay, let's hear it. Number five, the black cat charm. A loop of wire is fastened between two H586 silhouettes, which I assume is the cat. It's the cat, yeah. Um, and the whole smoothly covered with black sealing wax. A bit of green bronze wax is used for the eyes. A loop of green tinsel ribbon, super simple. Um, long enough so that the charm may be worn around the neck completes it. Classic, simple. They sell it at Tiffany's. <laughs> but it's just really cool because everyone has to wear one when they come in. And there's like a courtship to it. Yeah. Too. Like if you like you look for someone who has the cat charm, right? If yeah, like a matching paired. charm. Yeah. Because they have all these different little charms that you can make. And it is. It's all about. It's so interesting, like how many of these little games and stuff were about like hooking up. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Like, there's, like, a marriage, like, 
circle or something. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. see that? No. <laughs> like, everything is about... Which also, they kind of call this night, which makes sense with the history. Like, mm-hmm. I told... I was like, it's kind of like New Year's. Like, yeah, it's totally. like, tonight your life will change. Like, things will be better. Mm-hmm. And The veil just, is thin. Right. The veil <laughs> is thin. And you're going to find someone with a matching charm. Yeah. So basically, if you have on, like, a cat charm and she has on, like, a witch charm, mm-hmm. like... Not together, right? Not compatible. You can't. You can't. <laughs> it's a big no. It's a no for me. <laughs> you can't cross the boundary. Yeah, there was, um, like, for example, bobbing for apples. After you bobbed for your apple, you would peel the apple, throw the peel, but you had to peel it in one piece. I don't know. I guess you're just going to be, like, a old crone if you, like, mess it up. And Do you imagine if someone does it? Get out, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is able to peel their apple in one piece, but I'm allergic. I don't care. <laughs> you like throw it over your left shoulder and it lands in the initials of the person That's you're right. supposed to marry. And I guess that tells you. Yeah, it really narrows down your search, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a, what if you like hated the person that. Yeah. Like, do you know these? They talk about it like no one's going to know each other. Yeah, right? Like, you're just magically, and it's like, oh my gosh, I'm on all the dating apps, and I still am just like, I hate all these people. Right? <laughs> like, like probably... how did you find anyone? Like, how are this, is there a magical anyone that walked into anyone's yeah. life then? I don't know. I think that's what made it magical, and maybe yeah. they were less picky. Probably. <laughs> They're like, has he murdered anyone in my family? No. Okay. <laughs> did he throw rocks? Did he throw rocks? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so if we're doing this party, we have to have refreshments, right? So let's Must. talk about the refreshments. And it's it's not a flexible list. So like if your friends <laughs> if your friends have an allergy, sorry. I guess they'll just die. <laughs> um but I honestly it was a little more progressive than I would think. Like it wasn't like a ham. I was expecting like a ham and candy corn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but they do say it doesn't require much prep. Yeah, um, like everything else, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, the business, because there is the Business Girls Halloween Party, which is supposed to be a little less labor-intensive. Because she's working. Yeah, so it they talk about, like, oh, how to make the centerpiece, which, of course, is, like, two paragraphs. But <laughs> it says the refreshments that will not require much time to prepare... To prepare. To prepare. <laughs> okay, we're going to just start over. <laughs> so, for the business girls' lunch, luncheon, it's not luncheon. Okay. Luncheon. <laughs> okay, so the business girls' menu for refreshments that will not take much time to prepare is fruit cocktail, chicken patties, potato chips, <laughs> ice cream, coffee, and here's the good, the big one that takes no time at all. Individual cakes, <laughs> each one frosted with orange-colored frosting and containing a black cat cutout H65, which mm-hmm. is their, their big seller. They're really pushing it in this book. Are interesting <laughs> because there are fortune verses on the reverse side that may be read aloud by each one in turn. So that takes, like, what, five minutes? Oh, I mean, I guess. And, like, Little Debbie's didn't even exist. No. Then. Nor did Michael's. <laughs> Or Joanne Fab, Like, that's really what I'm wondering is, where do you get all this stuff? It's like the five and dime, like Woolworths. Fives, five and dimes are awesome. There's I not know. very many of them left, but I they're know. super cool. Yeah. It's just real specific. There's it's no so place specific. to order it. Also, chicken patties. Patties. What is that? Like a... I don't know, because it's like, they didn't really have, like, chicken burgers back then, right? right? Like, but what do you put on them? You just, Nothing. Like, you just it. eat it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A chicken patty and some fruit cocktail. <laughs> it kind of does look like 
I mean, it got, other than the individual cakes, it does look like you just got home from work. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. There are some so chicken she... patties. I don't know what it does. And some potato chips. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then God. the more formal one, yes. which I guess was like the first menu they show you, which is titled Planning, what is it? Planning Refreshments, refreshments for the Party. So they had um, coffee. Which makes sense, I guess. But I wonder if there were no alcoholic beverages. Chicken pie. Well, that was like this 20, so is that prohibition time? Oh, true. So you're just sticking to fruit cocktails and coffee. Yeah. I mean, if that wasn't prohibition time, don't write us because I'll forget. True. Whenever you correct me, I'll forget. I mean, I appreciate I appreciate the gesture. Mm-hmm. But, but still, that's a good point. But I think it was, maybe. Chicken pie. Chicken pot pie? Yeah, that's what I'm going to assume. I don't know why they left out the pot. Um, <laughs> stuffed apple salad. Salad. I don't know what that means. Is that an apple stuffed with salad? Maybe. Like, what is that? Is a Waldorf? Is that? Oh, that's yeah. probably what it is. Yeah. Okay. And gingerbread because it's Christmas. I guess. Yeah. Coffee. Well, I it's, said. It's pumpkin spice though. All that smell. Oh. Yeah. Uh. So it's like the OG. True. Pumpkin That's spice. true. Yeah. Veggie salad, just in case the stuffed apple salad wasn't enough. <laughs> um, pumpkin pie, cheese, cider. I love how it has cheese, but also cheese sandwiches. Right. <laughs> so you can have cheese by itself, or you can have cheese in a <laughs> or sandwich. Have a cheese sandwich. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think those are. I wouldn't complain. No. I mean, as a vegan, I think I could find something. You could have the cider and... <laughs> Maybe that veggie salad. The vegetable salad. <laughs> That's it. That's all it is for you. That's it. The fruit cocktail. Maybe the potato chips, depending. Yeah. yeah. Probably good. So she would live through the party, is I what we're saying. I would live through the party. <laughs> wow. All right. So we've had our refreshments. So let's, oh, let's go play some games now that we've been refreshed. Things get wild when the games come mm. on. Okay. A ghostly fate. Men are lined up in a row, and the girls in another. Facing each other, blindfolded ghost goes to men's lines. <laughs> Where do you find a ghost on such short like, notice? And also... <laughs> playing the ghost? There's so many, like you said, yeah. people. There's so much staff. To <laughs> find an staff. undead staff is, like, impossible. For being a working girl to get everyone over for the staff? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> blindfolded <laughs> this one's a little rapey for me yes um takes one by the hand and goes across and touches a girl these <laughs> two are to be partners this continues until all have partners so does the goat like it has to be something you trust yeah if he says he's blindfolded so it's like oh he's blindfolded mm-hmm. oh i was gonna say because if it was me and i made the ghost i'd be like okay set me up with john yeah like, exactly <laughs> do not set me up with kyle i'm not here for him do you think there were kyle's <laughs> no kyle's my dad's best friend is named kyle though oh he's like 65 sure, that's, what he wasn't. that's a young name for that's like a very that's millennial name progressive mm-hmm. name Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully you don't get set up with Tyler or Kyle. Ugh, Tyler's are the worst. Yeah, it just I just think of high school. Oh my god. Immediately. I don't know why. 
ugh, makes me nauseous. All right. So what was your favorite? How, let's talk about your favorite because I know you have your oh. favorite Halloween game. <laughs> Halloween will. Yeah. Have you written your will? Well, we might as well. Okay. Let me read this to you. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, a game that's supposed to be, I guess, inviting. Yeah. It's supposed to be fun. Plan your stunts so that just at midnight, a ghost story shall be told. A few minutes before this, tell your guests that that as there is no telling what terrible things may happen on Halloween, <laughs> basically preparing to die, all should be prepared by making their will. Pass wide sheets, not thin, of paper numbered from one to five in three columns across the paper. At the top of the sheet is written the uh, the last will of Leslie. Okay. Each, <laughs> each guest is to write his name and in the first column a list of five of his most valued possessions. The papers are then folded so that the list is folded under and the papers are then to be passed to the right. Wow. Yeah, so basically you go around and people add different stuff to the column so it turns out something like I will Zoe to Keanu Reeves <laughs> for protection always, you know, because right. you don't know what the other stuff says. So it's like Mad Libs, kind of. Right. But do, but you do it, someone at the party, do you will things to? That's what That's what's interesting. Like, what if you, like, is that, is that what's supposed to be It just says a list fun? of five persons <laughs> is then to be written, and what if someone takes it seriously? I know, and then there it's a murder mystery. Yeah, exactly. But I think that's the weird thing is like, okay, if, if it's supposed to be fun, like, how do you know people enough to be like, I'm going to will you my dog? Well, because you only write down, like, dog, and then you fold it in the paper so oh. no one can see that you wrote dog, and then someone writes down names, like the next person writes down names, and they fold that in, and then in the third column, oh. someone writes, like, a purpose, you know? Wow. Yeah. It gets deep. It does. But, I mean, they had a lot of time. That, that does, yeah. So, if you uh, are feeling like you want to write your will this Halloween, that's a fun suggestion. <laughs> Did you have a favorite? This is pretty great. Like, okay. a fortune-telling game. It says, oh. on, planes, on plain squares of white paper, write with baking soda mixed with water. So, it's like old invisible ink. Such a, such a name, such as doctor, lawyer, dentist, whatever. And then you have everyone sitting on the floor with the lights very low, and then go from guest to guest with a lighted candle. Each may know the occupation of his future helpmate. What is that? Helpmate? Like a wife? I guess so. <laughs> By holding the blank paper above the candle. The heat from the blaze will turn the written word brown. So if you need oh. to write some secret letters. I always thought it was just lemon juice and water, but you can apparently do it with baking soda. I didn't know too. you could even do that. Have you not seen... National Treasure. Mm-mm. Is that with Nicolas Cage? Oh my god. Let's we're just gonna turn the podcast off right now. <laughs> I have to say I don't like Nicolas Cage. Yeah, he's weird, but very strange. The, oh my gosh. National Treasure, I think was the first movie I saw twice in the theater. I really like treasure hunting oh. movies. Yeah. And they do that that? Yeah, on the back of the Declaration of Independence, someone has written some shit in lemon juice. Oh. You know. 
dudes. Well, I know what I'm doing this Halloween. <laughs> this Halloween. I'm going to do Stealing that. the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> With Nicholas Cage. <laughs> I would never. I'd rather just, like, leave him behind. I know. I feel like he would just get us into trouble, to be honest. He's just too... And he's so noticeable. No, like, no. <laughs> Are you Nicholas... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bless his heart. Uh, he has a, a tomb that he's bought already in oh. in New Orleans. What? I saw it when Why I went New to Orleans? New Orleans. Is he from New Orleans? No, he just like fell in love with that it and sense. like adopted the city, I guess. Oh. And, and so his tomb is, it looks like a big white pyramid. I wonder if they wanted him. <laughs> I don't know. My tour guide was kind of like, eh, you know, yeah. about it all. He's just... He needs therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Think of what we know about Nick Cage. Okay. He needs therapy. So we played our games. So we now played what? played our games. So every party, which I love it. If, if they told me a Halloween party ended with telling ghost stories, I would be there. Yeah. Wouldn't you? It just like yeah. ends on such a good theatrical note. I know. It's, people are, there's not near enough theatrics in everyday Mm-mm. life now, to And be it's honest. organized. Yeah. I like when a party, like... Again, when you become an adult, everything's like, whatever, just come, we'll hang. I know, and I get bored. I yeah, I want you to be like, at 12, go in that room. I'd love it. Like, what's in that room? Mm-hmm. At 12, I can't tell you. Mm-mm. I just have to figure Mm-mm. it out. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. So, we're going to tell you guys their suggested story, which is called A Ghost Story. And also, during the telling of this story, you should follow what we say like say just do as we do basically i.e mm-hmm. when the story runs i close my tired eyes you should do so <laughs> so everything we say to do please do here is a story believe it or no it happened to me and i know it's so the scene of the tale is a graveyard at night so chilly so damp and not one bit of light To show you what happened, pretend I'm you. Then you take my place, and what I did, you do. As I tell the story, do not be alarmed, but do as I did, and you shall not be harmed. When I first sat down, it was sunny and bright. I closed my tired eyes and awoke late at night. The night was jet black. Not a thing could I see, and yet I heard voices quite close about me. I listened in terror, then fell to my knees. My hands I clasped tightly, blood ready to freeze. For they were the voices of spirits so close, and one, in particular, loud and morose. I'm the ghost of a murderer, he said quite clear. I crave human company. Now it is here. For years in this graveyard I've ruled, if you please, and claim what I find here among the old trees. You're mine, came his shout, a heart-rending shrill note, and cold bony hands took a grip on my throat. The grip seemed to loosen, then tighten with zest. I sat terror-stricken, afraid to protest. Perhaps I can teach you some lessons, he moaned. I'll show you my victims. Oh, joy, how they groaned. Then he led me away with his dry bony hand to tomb after tomb till I hardly could stand. So, at this point, you you would be led into a closet in a darkened room that has been prepared by placing 
two assistants with articles needed to impersonate the victims. White, yellow, green crepe paper forms the walls of the tomb, and one assistant shines a flashlight on the other who impersonates the victims. The bony-handed spook may handle the flashlight. He leads the guests into this darkened room one by one. Then they join hands and are led to the tomb. After they have seen the first victim, they are led around the room a bit and return to the closet, which is now Tomb 2. In exhibiting the victims, the ghost explains them one by one. My first is Iceman. I killed the old crook. He has no ice now, but is here with his hook. He has a cardboard ice hook with which he tries to reach guests. Next is the coal man I murdered with glee. His heart is a lump of coal, you can see. Ghost reaches toward his heart and pulls out a lump of coal. I throttled this radio bug, for he'd tell of getting long distance. At last he got hell. Where's the headset and keeps hissing shh? This poor boob once showed me the hooch on his shelf. I just strung him up and drank it myself. <laughs> Ghost is hanging with a rope around his neck. I warned this fast driver, but he wouldn't heed. So then I just stabbed him. The hearse didn't speed. Ghost in imaginary car drives straight at guests. He tried to ensure my life how he did talk. I pulled off his talking arm. That killed the gawk. Arm made of stick hinged in the middle, with rubber bands stretched from one end to the other, is extended by the ghost, as the guest takes it and doubles up. Miss Flapper de Jazz danced her full self to death, and still she keeps dancing without any breath. Here, lights are turned out. Here, assistant, dressed as ghost, wearing gloves with sticks glued to the fingers, enters and tries to grab first one and then another by the throat seems very dangerous. <laughs> very like, dangerous. How many people lost an eye in this <laughs> Plus, it's a Broadway production. Yeah. Like, literally a Broadway production to put on for your friend. Again, yeah. is there a staff? Is there a staff? They knew their market. Yeah, that's true. They knew, like, let's write this book. Because only certain people are going to have money to, yeah. like, have a frivolous Make Halloween Make it commercial. Party. Yeah. yeah. And keep, and of course, the worst kids are always the rich kids. <laughs> the worst kids. They are. <laughs> so they're like, keep them in. Yeah, that's true. Because the other ones are too tired from working all day. They are. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to go sleep. <laughs> the loom. I don't think there's any more looming. Well, no, there is. Is there? We'll check. We'll check. Fact check. Deer's going to be weird. That's going to be super weird. I'm working all day. That's good. I'm going to dress up, though. What are you going to be? I don't know. I have a Morticia costume. Ugh. But I have to wear a mask, so... Oh, but maybe you can incorporate that. In yeah. Like a cool... But she has like really... Oh, that's true. Like a red lip I could mask. draw something on there. I feel the worst for kids. I know. But then, I also think, if you have kids, get this book. Get this book, yeah. They'll be kept busy for hours. Just make them make decorations <laughs> make until them, they're bored. Give them the page called Make the Streamers. Yeah. Not Sam Brown. It's true. Exactly. We hope everyone has a happy Halloween. Happy and germ-free-ish Halloween. Mm -hmm. Don't breathe on each other. 
Keep it safe. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. It's Halloween, so you need to wear your mask. You need even a mask. More. It's perfect. Yeah. And um, this is kind of a different episode for us. Yes. Um, because you can tune in after Halloween. We will be starting a much more focused witchy content, and yes. we're starting with the Hartford Witch Panic. I guess, yep. which is what that's called. Yeah, or the lesser known witch trials. Mm-hmm. So tune in for that. Yes. Bye. 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 <laughs>